Hi, I'm Jesse. Uh, in our series, Radical Family, where we're just using the biblical model to understand how our families are supposed to function. Yesterday, we saw, uh, we saw uh, zoomed in on verse 7, which gives instructions for husbands to treat their wives in an understanding way as the weaker partner, showing them honor as the co-heirs of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. And then when we get to today's text, it's speaking not exclusively to the family in general. It's really just church-wide. It's broad, but, uh, but it absolutely it does have a huge effect on the way that we interact with each other. And I think that it also speaks, uh, speaks indirectly to how to argue. All right, look at this. Finally, all of you be like-minded and sympathetic. Love one another and be compassionate and humble, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the contrary, giving a blessing, since you were, you were called for this, so that you may inherit a blessing. For the one who wants to live, uh, to, to love life and to see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do what is good. Let him seek peace and pursue it, because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. So again, this is this portion is is addressing the church more broadly. But doesn't it have a huge effect on uh, on uh, the way that we interact with each other? Um, to not repay insult for insult requires a lot of grace, doesn't it? It means that someone has dealt you some pain, and you choose not to reciprocate. That's huge, right? That's huge. That's the ability to walk away from an insult, from, from something evil uh, to which you've been a victim. Do not repay evil for evil or insult for insult. All right, that they have done something evil or insulted you does not serve as some sort of rationale for you to then go on and commit evil. Rather, the buck stops with you. When someone has insulted you, you do not you uh, do not feel entitled to then insult back but instead you stop the chain you change the direction responding to evil with grace instead now that might be something it's easy to grasp intellectually but wow in the heat of the moment when emotions start flaring doesn't it get really really difficult to actually execute because the only time you can really implement this text is when you've been insulted, when someone has done something evil. And it seems unfair. But when I, when I think about fairness through the lens of the gospel, I remember that what I'm actually entitled to is hell because of my sin. But what I actually receive because of the gospel is grace and forgiveness. Like, wow, that's better than a winning lottery ticket that somebody would insult me, man, look, I'm already walking away. <laughs> I'm already walking away a winner here. I go to heaven when I die, even though I deserve to go to hell. Like that's amazing news. You don't have to repay insult for insult or evil for evil. He's, he's calling everybody to be like-minded and sympathetic. I think that the best place for the church to do that to me is, is in scripture. To be like-minded doesn't mean that we're all uh, that doesn't mean that we're all a bunch of clones, right? Because we're all very unique. 
each one of us brings a new unique spiritual gift to the table. All right, we're all gifted and called uniquely, but when we all click together, it's like, you know, Church Voltron. It's amazing. We, uh, we all serve in different capacities and we're more beautiful together than we are apart. We bring our cultural distinctives as well to the church. Just look at the, look at the food that we serve at baptism events. To be like-minded does not mean that you're supposed to walk in lockstep. We can absolutely have discussions on what this says, but the Redemption Church is rooted firmly in a devotion to the inspiration of the Holy, uh, of, of the Holy Bible. And for that reason, it's possible for us, though we're imperfect people and we're a different people, to be like-minded and to be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Those two go hand in hand, don't they? Humility and compassion. To look at someone who suffers and to have the love of Christ in you, naturally you're, you're going to be aware of the, the, the fact that you are a recipient of immense grace. That's humble, right? That's a, that, that's, that's a humbling thought. Wow, I've received so much grace myself. I need to show compassion to this person who is in, in need. In fact, 1 John will go on to say that if you don't, like, it's not possible to have the love of God in you and see someone who is in need. All right, and then do nothing about it. You're, you're, we're called to, to be like-minded, to be sympathetic, to love one another, to be compassionate, to be humble, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the contrary, giving a blessing. Since you were called for this. All right, this, this is your calling. This is your expectation. You may have been dealt an insult, but you've been called higher. You're held to a higher standard. You don't get in the muck and you respond with a blessing. And if you do this, look, the text actually promises you a blessing. If you implement this in the way that you handle conflict, you'll be blessed for it, since you were called for this so that you may inherit a blessing. And then tomorrow we're gonna unpack verses 10 through 12. But this is a, this, this is a beautiful thought, all right? When, when the insult comes your way, you respond instead with blessing. Jesse, I got it, but remember, it's going to be really stinking hard to actually implement this in the moment, all right? The hormones rage, testosterone flows, you feel the sense of entitlement, like you got to smack them in the mouth, you've got to respond to their insult with another insult of your own, and so you get mad, you start typing in all caps, and you're like, nope, 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 instead, in that moment, in that moment is an opportunity to actually live out this text. And that's the only time. <laughs> All right. So just remember when you're insulted and you're called to shift the tone, turn it into blessing instead, just because your emotions are raging, it doesn't mean that the text changes. This, it's, a very, it's very stubborn. It won't change to accommodate a temper flare up. But this means that you're no longer insulting each other and instead you're actually having the conversation. You have to be the catalyst who brings the conflict to an actual resolution, not the gasoline that goes on the fire. I've been that sometimes, I've been that before, but this is a better way. This is just a better way to function, all right? You receive the insult, but you give back blessing instead.